This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's hit deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And the driving jam time. The Billikens win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal entry law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Comeback pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Well, how much fun are we having right now? The Cardinals have won six in a row. They're 5-0 and since the deadline. They are 5-0 and since Yachty came back. They are a remarkable bunch. Waiting for the 0-2 pitch from Giovanni Gallegos. The former Yankee deals a swing and a miss, a Redbird winner. And this ball game has come to an end. Gallego strikes out Torres, and they light up the night in downtown St. Louis. The Cardinals have won a pair of one-run games against the New York Yankees, 4-3 last night, and one nothing tonight behind Jordan Montgomery, Jordan Hicks, Genesis Cabrera, and Giovanni Gallegos. And two of those pitchers are former Yankees. Jordan Montgomery went five scoreless innings, allowed two hits, started to cramp up. He's not used to that humidity. It does. It gets hot in New York. It doesn't get hot and humid like it does in St. Louis, and that humidity got to him a little bit. He'll be fine. Five scoreless for Jordan, and then the other Jordan, Jordan Hicks, comes in. He spins an inning in a third. Then here comes Henesis Cabrera. He works the Yankees over, and then you just heard the Gallegos highlight, the former Yankee. He was in that Luke Voigt deal. Giovanni Gallegos gets the job done. And Yachty, I mentioned they're 5-0 and since Yachty came back. Don't discount, I know you're not, the impact that Yachty or Molina has on this team. If you noticed, he settles Gio down. It was a 1-2-3 ninth in the books, but we all know that was not your typical 1-2-3 ninth. Aaron Judge, the greatest home run hitter on the planet, is at the plate. He launches one into center field that's caught, and then strikeout, strikeout, and Gallegos, whose slider was not 100%. It was not breaking like you want. He still finds a way to get through that order and gets the Yankees 1-2-3, and the Cardinals win the game. They've won both against the Yankees, One fifteen start today. We're coming to you from Cardinals Nation inside Ballpark Village. We're starting a little early. Joe Pott will have the pregame inside the ballpark at 12.20, but here at Cardinals Nation inside Ballpark Village, they will be absolutely packed today. I'd get here early get a table, get some air conditioning, get something to eat, a little drink in you, and get ready to go to the game for a 115 start. You want to get in there early. It's a Sunday afternoon, big crowd expected. Last night, biggest crowd in Bush Stadium 3 history. And I'm talking about the World Series, the playoffs, the All-Star game in 2009, 
Not one time did they have a crowd bigger than the one they had last night, 48,581, and many more who will uh, wish they had been there. That was a great game last night, a one nothing win for the Cardinals over the Yankees. The only run of the game was Nolan Arenado's single in the first inning that scored Paul Goldschmidt. It was a 10-pitch at bat against Domingo Herman, and it was enough to hold up with that pitching staff doing what it did. And, of course, Arenado also made one of the spectacular plays of his career, and he's had many on his knees, makes a stop of a hard hit ball by Josh Donaldson down the third baseline. From his knees, he fires across the diamond on a hop to Goldschmidt, gets the out. Lars Newtbar makes a sliding catch again in right field. The Cardinals are on it right now. They have an edge about them. They have a motivation, and they are beating the best team in baseball. A team, however, as the New Yorkers would tell you, does not look the same. The Yankees have issues. They're missing John Carlos Stanton and they're missing Anthony Rizzo, but they're missing offense. They're missing swagger. They don't have the look that they had early in the year. They still have a remarkable record, but they are 6-9 and nine in their last 15 games. That is not nearly good enough, and the fear among Yankee fans is that they saw a great first half and this team's going to limp down the stretch and get bounced. We'll see. The Cardinals are hot right now. They've won six in a row. We're going to catch up with the manager of the club, Oliver Marmel, at 10.15. The rest of the show will look like this. 10.30, Chris Blair. He needs your help. He's from eastern Kentucky. His hometown flooded, devastating damage in eastern Kentucky, and we're going to find out how we can help him. We're also going to look forward to the IndyCar race, the Bomberito Automotive Group 500, which is happening on August 19th and 20th at his Worldwide Technology Raceway. He's the general manager at 10:45, an exciting event coming up with rick and keel you'll hear all about it 11:15, nick ragone of the ascension charity classic has some special announcements to make about his event and i'm going to ask him about what's coming to bell reeve in 2026 we'll ask him about that plus 11:30, john mosellock cardinals president of baseball operations and as always our five minutes with number five albert Pujols at 11.45 before we get you to Cardinal Baseball at 12.20. Tom Ackerman coming to you from Cardinals Nation inside Ballpark Village looking into a beautiful Bush Stadium here from left field. Next, we go inside the ballpark to the manager's office. Ollie Marmel is with us on KMOX. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Goldschmidt leads it second. The pitch to Arenado. He swings, and there's a hit to left field. Picks up with it. Oh, the ball goes off his glove. Goldschmidt scores. Base hit Arenado. one nothing Cardinals in the first inning. Kicks and fires, and it's pulled, backhanded by Arenado. From his knees, oh, what a play. It's an incredible highlight reel play from Nolan Arenado on a backhander, and a ball hit sharply up the third baseline. An incredible play from the gold glover. Nolan Arenado. My goodness. Welcome back. We are live. Cardinals Nation inside Ballpark Village. Great plays right there from Nolan Arenado at the plate and in the field. And we're joined by Cardinals manager Oliver Marmel. We are coming to you 
Ollie from across the street. They're open for business here at Ballpark Village. As you can imagine, the fans are having some fun. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I wish you had told me how it came across and met you. <laughs> I should have had you. I figured you were a little busy. You're, you got you got a lot going on. And, and you know, I, I don't want you to have to come over here and sign autographs or anything like that, but uh, maybe next time I should have had you over. Uh, I am uh, – I mean, I'm not surprised that this team is playing with an edge. I think I talked to you on Wednesday morning about this, that sometimes after the trade deadline, and you've been through a lot of them, it's a refocus, it's take a breath, but there was something else, and it was number four being in that clubhouse on Tuesday, and I saw a team that it's not just him, Ollie, but a team that had a little bit of an edge to it. Did you feel that going into the Cubs series? Uh, a little bit of an edge would be an understatement. It's um, <laughs> absolutely. And, and to your point, before we even get started, what we witnessed last night with number four um, is a perfect example of we're, we're watching the best catcher to ever do it uh, in action right now. Um, the sequencing in that last inning in the ninth with Judge and Donaldson and Torres, what we, that was absolute greatness at its best. Um, fun to watch uh, in that dugout it was fun for the fan base but um how he maneuvered geo through that ninth was absolutely remarkable he did he calmed him but he also motivated him i think he in a lot of ways allows him to embrace the moment too it's all of that and then the strategy that you're talking about yes all of it i mean going out there and that three two pitch to judge and the the sequence of donaldson and uh, to your point, the motivation there to, to finish off Torres. But, I mean, yesterday was – I mean, just sitting there and watching Yachty do what he did against that lineup uh, to, to hold up one run in the first inning and shut those guys out was absolutely incredible. It's, it's amazing to watch. It really is. And then what he's been able to do, he's delivered at the plate for you. Uh, there are so many players that we could talk about. I, I don't want to leave anybody out, but I'll focus on something that I just played for you as we started this segment. Nolan Arenado. Big players <laughs> do great things. And yesterday, before we even talk about the play at third base, the 10-pitch at bat was remarkable. I mean, just remarkable. And Herman's a good pitcher, too. Uh, take me through that moment, if you would, after Goldie delivered the two-out double. I mean, you just said the 10-pitch at bat was uh, unbelievable. He sat there and just battled pitch after pitch after pitch, sinkers in, the slider, the whole deal, and just finally got one. He can uh, he can lace to left field. That run scores, and he touches first base, and you can just see the determination in that edge that you're talking about as he turns to the dugout. Um, after beating him on that 10th pitch. But it's just, that's the edge that we're talking about. There's just, just conviction behind every pitch, winning every pitch, not giving away at bats, um, and, and the small details of this game. And uh, what he did at the plate there was incredible. And then to your point, the, the, the play at third base, my goodness, uh, off balance, off one knee, to throw accurately across the diamond. Um, you just don't see that, that play made by anybody else. No, you don't. And the Cardinals were off and running. And then there's Jordan Montgomery. Can you take me into the clubhouse with Jordan Montgomery and the reception that he's gotten from his teammates? And then, if you would, transition that into his performance last night. Well, before he even arrived, one of the things we heard is big clubhouse guy. Um, he was really liked 
in that Yankee clubhouse. They, they're missing him. Um, and when he got here, you can see why this this guy's going to fit in perfectly into what we do. Not only allowing us to go out and, and giving us a shot to win every fifth day, but um, just fitting in the camaraderie and how he's going to get along with these guys in the clubhouse is, is really really good. And then you look at his performance yesterday. This is, I mean, just nine ground ball outs. We got the leadoff man out five out of five innings. Um, and just the combination of that fastball and sinker played really well. Got a ton of swing and miss with the changeup, um, six outs with that pitch, but uh, a really, really nice outing by, by Jordan. Very nice, and he had to come out of there just cramping, and you turn it over to Hicks, Cabrera, Gallegos. That's a combo that does not include Ryan Helsley, but a combo that you've leaned on before, especially the last two, and Hells, uh, I would guess that he's available today. I don't give scouting reports to the other side, but he had the day <laughs> off yesterday. <laughs> uh, yeah, our, our hope is he's ready to to close out a game today. He went back to back. So he was unavailable yesterday. But to your point, Hicks came in there and just pounded the zone. First pitch strikes. Um, that that slider was a really good pitch for him. Got three strikeouts and uh, did his job. And then uh, Cabby to come in at Culpin all the way down. We wanted to make sure we took him all the way through the bottom of the lineup, trying to keep Benatendi off the bench. He got the matchup there. And then uh, allowed him to face LeMahieu. When you look at that matchup, he's on the ground a ton, and Cabby's a ground ball pitcher, and uh, was able to get the ground ball to short, and then hand it over to Gio for the meat of that order in the ninth. And uh, that was fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, can we also talk about Friday here for a second? So Paul DeYoung delivers the double pass judge to right that scores two and the Cardinals end up winning the ball game from Paul E.D. Need to know the decision that you made and what factors into it there. I, I think I know the answer. Uh, to have Paul E.D. in there instead of other options, uh, namely Brendan Donovan, I believe, was the option that you had one of them uh, on the bench there. That's correct. Yeah, and you sit there and you think about it because you know that spot's going to come up and Donovan's going to be available. And you are gaining more contact and the handedness um, with uh, him hitting from the left side against Holmes there. But uh, at the end of the day, here's here's what it comes down to. In order for us to be good, um, Paul DeYoung is going to have to play good shortstop. He's going to have to produce at the plate, and he's going to have to play with confidence. And that's one of the things we're trying to build here. And, And if you hit form there, not saying it's a bad play. It's probably analytically the, the better play. Um, but if he comes through the way he did, what you're gaining from a confidence standpoint, from a, just him feeling like he's a guy that's going to be able to contribute down this stretch, is uh, is more than 50 points of OPS. Um, so at the end of the day, I wanted to see him come through there. He was four for six go against Holmes going into that at bat with the 1,700 OPS. So he sees him well. And uh, thankfully, he did come through. And uh, it's something we're going to be able to build off of as a club, and he's going to be able to build off individually. So I'm glad it worked out the way it did. It's also worked out that you have an outfield of Tyler O'Neill, Dylan Carlson, Lars Newtbar. Of course, you have Corey Dickerson, and you have some other options too, Donovan for that matter. Uh, But (laughs) Lars Newtbar has shown why uh, many of us have said, "Don't ever move that guy." I mean, he is—he uh, is a freak of an athlete. He is just growing right before our eyes. We all know Dylan Carlson's ability too, but you've got some good ones there. And and Newt Bar has been fun for this franchise, hasn't he? 
Yes, he's fun to watch and definitely an athletic kid. Um, and goes about it just the right way. This is a guy that keeps everybody loose. You would think he's been in the big leagues for five, six years, and just the way he carries himself in the clubhouse and gets on the veteran guys and keeps everything kind of uh, fun for everybody. But uh, on the field, he's done a really nice job. He's taking really good at-bats. He's using the big part of the field, uh, taking his walks, just making hard contact. And then he's made several plays that are just unbelievable plays. The one last night was um, – that's a tough one and uh, kind of do or die. And uh, it, it went in his favor, but uh, a remarkable play for sure. Yeah, a nice play, I thought, by the Yankees to get Gorman. Uh, they, that was just, you know, I, I think that's uh, on that send there, that's not a bad send, is it? I mean, they just no. made a terrific relay. I mean, that's just as good as you'll get, really. That was down to yeah. about an inch. Yeah, really good, absolutely. That's a good send there. They're going to have to make a perfect throw, not only to the cutoff man, but to the plate, and they executed it perfectly and got us by three or four inches, but the, the, the play to send him there is uh, you do that 10 out of 10 times. It's incredible. I mean, this this series has come down to plays. It's been that close. You've been able to make uh, a lot out of both games, four to three the first one, one to nothing the second one. Isn't it nice to hand the ball to 50? I mean, it's it's no guarantee, but it feels pretty good when Adam Wainwright's waiting for you in game three. That, that's exactly right. When you're able to take the first two and then you're handing the ball to Adam with Wayno behind the plate, you uh, you get excited about that. And, and here's the, the other thing I want to mention. The, the environment and overall feel, um, this place was electric over the last two nights. You have a crowd into every single pitch. It's almost a that playoff type of feel to it um, and, and the players and the staff and everybody in this clubhouse appreciates the, the, the support that we've received over the last couple of days because it's uh, these boys love performing uh, under those conditions and it's been uh, it's been great. I'm glad that you mentioned it. I actually that was what I was going to close with was and I'm glad that you said that is that so that the fans know, and it was the biggest crowd that they've had here in Bush Stadium 3's history, but it's not just the amount of people. It's the fact that they are proactive and that they urge on the team. You do hear that and feel that, and don't you? And, and you, just, you just mentioned it. Not only that, but I think that other players around baseball pay attention, and this is why you have a future of landing a free agent or – Whatever the case, or a player wants to stay around, we've been we've seen it for years and years. Uh, Ollie, is that the crowd does play a big factor in the success of this franchise? It, it really does because people come and play here, especially these people that have, are coming here for the first time, and they feel that energy. They feel the crowd getting into it. It's not only just yelling at certain plays, but it's like the anticipation. They, they understand the game, um, and. Uh, that goes a long way. Um, the visiting team appreciates the way our crowd goes about it. Our players love performing under um, nights like last night. And it's just, man, it, it's electric. And it, it's fun to come to the field and perform under those conditions. So uh, we definitely appreciate the support. Our visit with Oliver Marmel, sponsored by the Missouri Division of Tourism. There's a Mo for every MO. Find yours at visitmo.com. We're actually going to talk to John Mosellock in just a bit. That'll be at 11.30 this morning. For now, we say thank you and have a great game to Ollie Marmel. He joins us on KMOX, the Cardinals manager. Thank you for the visit. Appreciate it, Tom. Thank you.
Great to have you on KMOX. Absolutely great. So we're here at Cardinals Nation inside Ballpark Village, a treat to be able to visit with folks from a remote location, and they're open. I know that the website and other apps say 11 a.m. is when they open. They're open, I can tell you right now. They're starting to fill up. So if you want to get down here early, this is the spot because there won't be a table available, but right now there are. Cardinals Nation inside Ballpark Village Sports on a Sunday morning coming to you from the Stiefel Sports Studio. We'll come back and talk to Chris Blair of Worldwide Technology Raceway about a flood relief effort, and he needs your help. Also, there's an IndyCar race coming in two weeks to St. Louis. That's next. John Mosellock, Albert Pujols, much more on KMOX after these words. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gunner. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm because sometimes the gloves have to come off. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. We are back at Cardinals Nation inside Ballpark Village. I'm Tom Ackerman. This is the Stiefel Sports Studio. And joining us is the general manager of Worldwide Technology Raceway as we just talked to Cardinals manager Oliver Marmel. Chris Blair is the general manager of that racetrack and is with us from the road. How are you, Chris? Hey, I'm doing great, Tom. Good to be on the show. Good to be with you, and I'm very sorry what has happened to your hometown in eastern Kentucky, and I want to start with that, and then we'll get into what's happening in Madison, Illinois, and in the St. Louis area in two weeks with IndyCar. But uh, you have been able to provide some relief, but I know this has been a very difficult time for that area in the way of flooding. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, it's just really just been total devastation. It's, uh, you know, driving through places that I always thought were, you know, safe and and, uh, just so familiar for me and seeing all these people that I've known and grew up around and, I mean, they've lost everything and, uh, you know, houses washed away. It's, it's, uh, you can't see it, you know, you you don't even really know how to understand it. And, uh, but the outpouring of support has been tremendous, you know, even from our racing community and, I found out just a little while ago that, you know, Carl Edwards, uh, you know, our uh, 
NASCAR champ from uh, Missouri and uh, uh, Museal Award winner. He's back here uh, helping out also, which is great to see uh, with some of the groups that he's going on. So there's a tremendous outpouring of support. And, you know, my my number one focus right now is I'm you know going to make sure this stays in the news cycle because this is going to be a long uh, recovery process. And a lot of the things that we're going to be doing is going to be carrying on throughout the rest of the year. You know, I'm just not going to let this thing become old news. I'm going to keep it in the news and do whatever I can to try to help. How widespread is it, Chris? How far does it go? Well, it's it basically from where I grew up, it's basically about a 40-mile radius from there. And uh, uh, it's uh, five counties that were really impacted. Uh, you know, there's a couple places where the entire community is pretty much washed away. And uh, really, there won't be a need to rebuild because there's really nothing left uh, to, to go from so you know we've uh, right now i think the the death toll is around 37 to 39 people there's still a lot that are unaccounted for so you know we're still just uh, you know hoping for the best and uh, you know we'll see what see what happens and see what tomorrow brings for us i have uh, talked to you privately about this but i've had some people reach out to me that want to help you personally and have gotten in touch with you i want to ask how people can get in touch with you but i also I want to mention that Raceway Gives, which is the charitable arm of Worldwide Technology Raceway, is collecting donations of cleaning supplies, first of all. Uh, A lot of people here in St. Louis know very well about flood damage. Uh, The eastern Kentucky area was affected by a deadly flood. And not only you, but uh, current and former members of your staff call that home. Uh, as of a couple of days ago, the death toll stood at 37 with hundreds unaccounted for. It is heartbreaking, and I know that um, you have delivered those supplies. How can people, what what more can people do? What can they donate, and how can they do that? You know, I'm at a point where we're going to take anything. Uh, and if, uh, if you think, I put out some messages on the, the, uh, my own personal social and through the racetrack social, but if there's call us at the racetrack, uh, we'll give them information. We're going to set up a link on race from what Raceway gives also where people can do contributions. And if people just want to bring stuff by the racetrack, they can bring it by and I'll collect it. And I'll probably make another trip home next week to try to get some more stuff dropped off. So, uh, yeah, that, that would be the best way. Just contact us at the racetrack, uh, uh, and we'll, we'll do whatever we can da- can, can to, to get everything in the right hands. It's, uh, you know, it's all happened so quick. We're kind of in a scramble mode and yeah, there's, a lot of people locally here in St. Louis that were impacted, too, and I know there's some price, you know, programs and things helping out there. But like you mentioned, that this one was really deadly and uh, you know, total devastation. So, uh, But, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be putting some more information out at www.raceway.com. If people want to check it out, I'll have a link on there and have some more information up to try to yeah, get info to people who want to help. Absolutely, and I'm so sorry to hear it. Is there do you, Are there plans in place to have collections while you have your IndyCar race, the Bomberito Automotive yeah. Group 500, August 19th and 20th? Yeah, we sure are. We're going to we're going to be doing some different things, have some different drop-off locations, and as well as donation boxes around the racetrack as well. So, uh, And John Bishi on our, our PR team, he's going to be getting some more information out. He's done a fantastic job at helping me with this. And uh, we're going to get the word out get, uh, and keep this going just so people are aware of, of what we're doing. And, you know, we're also hoping to use some of the – uh, attention that we get during that race to try to help get this the word out on this nationally too. So uh, uh, hopefully we can, uh, like I said, keep the momentum going. But uh, you know, just feel free to call the racetrack and ask for me personally, and let me see, I'll see what I can do. 
certainly gets a lot of attention. IndyCar gets worldwide attention, and it has helped put your track mm-hmm. on the map. NASCAR was like the cherry on top, as now everyone's buzzing about Worldwide Technology Raceway. Since I began uh, partnering and consulting and serving that purpose with you and, and Curtis Francois on the track, uh, I saw the vision, and I, I've seen this come to fruition. That doesn't mean you don't keep the gas pedal down, pun intended. You are all over uh, this IndyCar race, making sure that it's great. I think that the next step for you is the fact that it's a night race. That probably plays in your favor, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Well, I think the biggest thing playing in our favor this year is we've got Jimmy Johnson uh, racing at the racetrack for the first time ever. And, uh, well, it was the first time in 21 years since he raced in the uh, uh, what was then the Bush Series. So having Jimmy coming back has got us all really excited. We've got a seven-time NASCAR champion, and uh, to get him back here to this racetrack, we're really excited about it. So we're hoping that a lot of the people who are the diehard NASCAR fans who, who you know didn't really have a big interest in IndyCar, we're hoping they'll come out just to see Jimmy. And, uh, you know, we're pulling out all the stops to, to make it a great show and showcase that, and we're pretty excited about having him racing with us. What is the biggest difference in your mind between IndyCar and NASCAR, Chris? Uh, well, with the IndyCar, you know, it's the technology side of things with the race cars and the sheer speed. With and with the when it comes down to the IndyCar races, it's more of a sprint because it's flat out as fast as you can go to to get to the finish line. Whereas the the NASCAR races, you know, it's more of a strategy game, uh, a little more beating and banging, but you get the sheer speed on the Indy cars. Uh, so that, that's part of the difference. Uh, and the other thing with the with NASCAR, uh, it's primarily American-based drivers. You know, you do have Daniel Suarez. Uh, you know, I think he's the only foreign driver in the field. But when you take a look at uh, what's going on with IndyCar, it's an international showcase. You have a lot of former Formula One drivers. Uh, so many different countries are represented. And so for that global audience, there's a lot of eyeballs from a lot of different areas that are uh, you know, paying attention to what's going on. And, uh, you know, there's some new names popping up. Uh, you know, Marcus Erickson, who's the Indy 500 winner, is the current points leader. Uh, you know, there's just so many interesting stories going on there. And it's a, really, it's a nice technological showcase. you get got those legendary teams like McLaren and Penske and Foyt and Andretti. Uh, it's uh, when you run an IndyCar race, it's kind of like uh, opening up a page of history, and that's one of the things that we really love about that show. And the fans that come out to IndyCar are so dedicated to that sport and are so loyal to that sport. And that's going to be uh, one of the keys with this. It's you, you're really amongst enthusiasts when you go there. And you know, this year, we've added the little uh, pizzazz to the show on Friday night with the USAC Silver Crown Series which that is what was used to always be the stepping stone to IndyCar. And there's some tremendous drivers in that series. And those cars are doing 180 miles an hour themselves in an open-wheel configuration. So uh, it's a big festival of open-wheel racing. And you have the vintage cars. I mean, it's really a great showcase of some really interesting machines and beautiful pieces of racing history on display. August 19th and 20th, Worldwide Technology Raceway, Bomberito Automotive Group 500. How are tickets going for that? I know you sold out the NASCAR event completely. How are you pacing for this one? We're doing very, very well with this one. We're uh, up a little bit over what we did last year. You know, 2019 was our big year, and we're uh, trending pretty close to 2019. Um, I think everybody's kind of waiting, taking a look at this weather forecast. And But, you know, we just started this big push on the Jimmy Johnson campaign, and we're seeing some good results from that. Uh, the one thing that we've really noticed, too, is since we have added the Silver Crown Series to our Friday night, our Friday night uh, ticket sales are way up over what they were in 2019 or even uh, against what we had with the NASCAR Truck Series. So I think we're going to see a tremendous Friday night also when the IndyCars qualify 
So we go from basically from IndyCar qualifying into the Silver Crown race, and that in itself is going to be a great show, and the ticket sales for it are strong as well. We're sold out of most of our hospitality options. All the suites are sold. Our, uh, the Bomberito uh, Turn 4 hospitality sold out. So that says a lot right there that uh, people are buying early and they're really excited about the race. Wow, that's exciting. Uh, finally, just want to circle back to our discussion. I think the best way for people to get in touch with you is either through your personal social media or to the website, www.racewaygives.com, or you could go to racewaygives.org, uh, which is uh, the vision is to capitalize on uh, these facilities to create educational and career opportunities, but also for moments like this with the flooding in eastern Kentucky, Chris Blair, and certainly here at KMOX we'll do our best to keep the word going once this leaves the news cycle. Yeah, I appreciate it, Tommy. And usually I'm very talkative and uh, trying to sell something. And, uh, this has been one of those, and it's, it's really just so uh, tough to put to words what, you know, what we've been going through the, the last uh, week. And, and just what I saw yesterday when we were out you know, delivering these supplies and helping people, it, uh, it really is it's, it's tough to put into words. No, I understand. And we're here for you. Uh, we, our hearts go out to you, and we're here for you. And people of St. Louis and beyond, Cardinals fans are here for you. So we appreciate the time very much. Best to you, and we'll stay in touch, and we'll definitely see you at the track. All right, buddy. appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. There's the general manager of Worldwide Technology Raceway, Chris Blair. Please help him and his family and friends in eastern Kentucky. The flooding just devastating what has happened uh, in that area. When we come back, we'll talk about an event that's coming up with Cardinals pitcher, broadcaster Rick Ankeel, and we'll continue to keep you informed on this game today, the Cardinals and the Yankees here at Bush Stadium. I'm Tom Ackerman at Cardinals Nation inside Ballpark Village. This is Sports on a Sunday Morning. Back after this. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday Morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. From the Stiefel Sports Studio, which today happens to be our broadcast center inside Ballpark Village, Cardinals Nation, I'm Tom Ackerman, and this is Lars Newtbar. The one-two pitch here from Cabrera. That's lined into right center field, and it is going to be caught by Newt Bar. Diving catch. Sensational play. Taking a hit away. Back to first, Kiner Falefa. Higashioka thought he had a hit there, but Newt Bar said, not so fast. Come on now. What a play that was, right? By Lars Newt Bar. He had one yesterday, and the Cardinals have just everything going right now. Not a ton of offense. But they didn't need it. They won the game one to nothing yesterday on terrific defensive plays like that. Nolan Arenado had one earlier. Good pitching across the board, and the Cardinals one run in the first held up, and they won it one to nothing. It's 10:51 a.m., and this place is packed. Cardinals Nation inside Ballpark Village opening early. We welcome in our great friend, the longtime TV anchor here in St. Louis and beyond, is John Brown. How are you, John? Hey, good to talk to you, man. Thanks for having me on today. Uh, absolutely. What do you think about what the Cardinals are doing right now? I got to tell you, I'm loving it because, as you probably know, I live in Orlando now, and half this town is Yankee fans. 
So <laughs> I am loving the past couple of days. I'm getting lots of text messages like, dang, they're pretty good. I'm like, I know. Yeah. And so are the Yankees. But it's not, if, you get, if you get this kind of win, these kind of wins against them, that's awesome. Yeah, they're getting a little taste of uh, who we are here in St. Louis. And I know that the Yankees have always been respectful, and they are here in pretty good numbers, too. Yankee fans have been here, and I think it's been a nice, you know, the Cardinals paid tribute to them. They, they played a little 50 cent when the Cardinals went out on the field. They played Matt Carpenter's <laughs> walk-up song. Uh, they've actually put Yankee fans up on the board when they scan through the crowd between innings. I think it's been nice. It's not the Yankees that they hate around here. It's the Mets. Let's just get that clear. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, so it's, it's good. I mean, seeing them play this way. And, uh, and to me, you know what I think gives me the most pride is being such a Missouri and St. Louis fan is seeing the crowds there and hearing the Yankee fans say, wow, this is really impressive seeing what they do. That Matt Holiday standing ovation. I mean, I don't know about you, but I still, every time I see those kind of ovations in St. Louis, um, I still get che- a little tear to the eye maybe. But it just shows the respect that we have in that city for baseball in general, but especially former Cardinals. Yeah, without a doubt. And you have a connection with a former Cardinal by the name of Rick Ankeel. And yeah. you're going to host a Missouri Book Festival. That's coming up. And I want you to talk about it for a moment and let us know how to get there. Conversations with Rick Ankeel and friends. The name of the keynote event is Fall and Rise. What a story of Rick Ankeel. Yeah, this is really cool, and I've kind of immersed myself in his story lately. So first of all, it's the Missouri Book Festival. It's out in Washington, Missouri in a couple of weekends, and one of the big events is the keynote event that Friday night, and it's kind of based off my Missouri Legends books, all the famous people that you and I have talked about in the past, and it's going to honor uh, a, a famous legend who's an actor, Bill Cott. He's from the St. Louis area. Now he's appearing all over the, the, the country on TV shows, so he's winning one award, and then our Perseverance Award, it's our first annual one that I get to give out, and that's going to go to Rick Ankeel for somebody who was at the top of the world, had a lot of personal struggles. We all lived it in St. Louis, seeing what happened to him. But his story of coming back in redemption to me is just, it's unbelievable. And the more you learn about it, about how he had to go back to square one, work his way back up to the minors, and the cards gave him a shot again at playing outfield. To me, that's one of those stories that, and the, and the, the home run, and I know you remember the home run. I've watched it a hundred times over the past couple of weeks getting ready for the speech. But when he came back and hit that home run with two people on and the ovation there and just the moment that was for St. Louis and especially for Rick. And so that's the kind of stuff we're going to be celebrating. And he's going to join us in town to talk about that event. And so the tickets are free. It's at Washington High School. And you can go to uh, Missouri Book Festival and find out more about it. But it's coming up on Friday, August 26th at 7 p.m. So it's going to be a fun night, great conversations, and you'll get to see him in person. It'll go till about 8.30, I see, Friday, August 26th. Again, it's a free event at Washington High School right there on Blue Jay Drive, the Washington Blue Jays. <laughs> Just in our final uh, 30 seconds, uh, how do they get tickets again? What's the best way? Yeah, if you go to MissouriBookFestival.com, you'll see it right there on the front. You just click on it, say you want to be there. Again, it's free. Uh, he'll be doing some book signings, it looks like. It may not be in person, but there'll be signed books of his off the book, the phenomenon that it's about him. And then also all of my history books. And there's like 20 or 30 other Missouri historians throughout the week there in Washington. So it's a big festival. There's a Cardinal series that weekend in town. So a lot of Cardinals in town. So just another way to celebrate Cardinal Nation and get to see Rick Ankiel in person out at uh, Washington High School. So, again, they're free, but it's going to be a conversation. It's not just baseball. You know that. This is so much more about his life and how he, how he came back from the adversity that we all lived through with him.
Yeah, I absolutely love that. People love seeing their former players, too. Thanks for the visit, John. I really appreciate it. All right, man. Always good to talk to you. We'll talk to you soon. Good to talk to you. We'll be back after the news. Lots to come right here on KMOX. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.